good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Greetings to you. I am your host, Danielle, with another episode of Silent No More. Now, it was my intention to release another podcast on Friday, um, but I've noticed ever since I decided to step out of my comfort zone and to start to speak on those things which God has placed on my heart to share with his people, it has been major warfare. It has been a struggle. And so now when I say struggle, I don't mean struggling with self-confidence or struggling because it's not something I want to do, but struggling within myself. And initially, I wasn't really sure what the struggle was all about, you know, so I I just kind of examined it from, you know, all angles for a few days, prayed about it, and I felt internal struggle as well as external uh, external struggle, excuse me, and I'll explain what I mean about both of those in a few moments, but I want to go ahead and get into the lesson today. I'm really excited about it. Um, I just thank God because truly the joy of the Lord is my strength. But um, I'm going to talk about my struggle in just a few moments. I'm going to go ahead and jump into our key scripture today, which is Ephesians 6 and 12. Now, the Bible says in Ephesians 6 and 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. What does this mean in a nutshell? When we are struggling, we are struggling against invisible forces, forces you cannot see with your natural eye. Now, you may say, now, I don't believe in demons or ghosts or invisible realms or whatever some people refer to it as, but I assure you, I assure you, my friend, these things are real. Some individuals are born with the gift to see into that realm and others develop that gift when they receive the spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit. So those are the only two ways that you can actually see into these other realms or into this other realm is with spiritual vision. And you are either A, like I stated, born with that gift and it is a gift and some people have it and it seems more like a curse. But when you actually learn what it is and what it's for and that you are to use it to the glory of God, it is it is absolutely a gift and a necessary gift because you want to really see what's going on around you. But so when we are struggling, um, there are forces that you can't see with your natural eye. So um, there are many that can testify that there is another place and there are entities of darkness as well as of the light that reside there. But before I go any further with that, I want to go back to the word struggle. So struggle and wrestle are synonymous. They have the same meaning. They're interchangeable. 
So I want to explain a little bit about the internal struggle I was feeling. And many of you know what I mean when I say you have this internal struggle or this there's this in, internal battle. So I was really struggling to move forward. Now, ironically, the trailer for my first podcast is titled, I May Have to Go Alone, Move Forward. So what I was experiencing after prayer and meditation and, you know, just kind of studying, because at this point, I'm always, I'm aware that, you know, when something is when when I'm stagnated or something is not going right, then there's something that's that's off <laughs> somewhere around me that I cannot see. So when when that happens, you know, it it's it's good to go into prayer, just ask God, okay, what is this that I'm experiencing? I don't understand, you know, I'm having this struggle, and I guarantee you he will reveal it to you. So and, and what I want to also say, it's just like the adversary to oppose the very thing that you set your mind to do. That is what an adversary does. He's doing his job. Now, He his job is to keep you from doing your job. So he doesn't want anything that will bring life, joy, prosperity, and peace to come to your life. So let's talk about that opposition. So the opposition that I was feeling was internal and external, as I stated. So there were external forces or opposing forces that did not want me to move forward, point blank. And so inwardly, there was a force that did not want me to continue to press on. So I was being opposed from every angle. I'm being opposed outwardly. I'm being opposed inwardly. So I cannot move forward, backwards, side to side, nothing. So now let's identify these forces. The internal struggle, the internal warfare, um, and I'm being, I'm having a transparent moment here. So just to kind of give you an idea or a, a mental picture of what sometimes you may deal with, I'm going to explain to you and give you an example from what I was experiencing. So my warfare stemmed inside my mind, my warfare stemmed from an old ideology that I had adopted a long time ago and had not yet dismissed. And it was based off external information. What does that mean? Okay, stay with me. I was telling myself that I was not worthy to move forward into something greater, into a greater life, into a greater purpose. I knew God had promised, you know, that he would restore everything that I had lost, that there would be, you know, that my latter days, you know, would be greater than my former, but it was something in me that was holding me back from moving forward because I felt like I did not deserve that. And also, you know, I had not forgiven myself. God had forgiven me. You know, I, I was holding myself in bondage over, Uh, things that I have done in the past or offenses that I have brought to other people or pain that I might might have brought into others' lives. And I had not forgiven myself, you know, regarding these particular issues or situations. God, like I said, God had forgiven me. Those individuals even had forgiven me, but I had not forgiven myself. People always talk about, you know, 
it's best to, it's, it's not about the other person that you're forgiving. It doesn't set them free. It sets you free. Well, that also applies to yourself when you do something and then later, you know, that you come back to, you come to a place in your life where that conviction or that guilt, I should say, hits you because it says there is now, therefore no condemnation to those that um, are in Christ Jesus. So when you're in Christ Jesus, when you're a child of God and when you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there's no condemnation. Anything that you have done in the past has been wiped clean. Your slate has been wiped clean. But what happens is sometimes the enemy tends to come back and bring up that old stuff, especially when you're trying to move forward in life, especially when you're trying to move into another season, a greater purpose, when you're trying to position yourself to move into your destiny. He will bring up these old things that you did a long time ago that ain't nobody thinking about for real. He will bring up these old things and you will be like, wow, you know, um, (laughs) I I can't accept this God. You know, God is standing there like, hey, I got this, this, that and the other for you. But you're at the same time holding on to things that you did in your past that bring condemnation and guilt and shame into your life. And it, it brings on this conviction that you don't deserve good things. You don't deserve good things, especially when you know you've done bad things in your life. But God is when he he forgives you, that slate is white clean. And that is a truth that we need to learn how to adopt. We need to let ourselves be freed or we need to let ourselves go. You know, when it comes to things from the past, we're harder on ourselves sometimes, you know, than others are on us. These individuals have moved on with their life, especially if you've actually gone to them and asked for their forgiveness. If you've gone to them and you've had the talk, you know, and you've repented of what you've done, God is already forgiving you. You've done the work faith without works is dead, but you have actually had the faith. You need to not only just do the work, but you have to have the faith that God has forgiven you also. So I was stuck. I was in a place and I didn't even know it. And it's amazing how God will bring things up, you know, to show you you know, so that you can rectify these things so that you can move forward. A lot of times we get stuck, you know, we don't understand why we're stuck. So, so in my mind, I was not worthy to move on. There had been plenty of situations and conversations that justified why I did not deserve better. You know, I have been the lowest of the lowest, called the lowest of the lowest, treated like the lowest of the lowest, discarded, forgotten about, you name it. And I know some of you can relate with that. So if I, in my mind, if I wasn't relevant in the past, what would make me relevant now or in the future? So now what does that all reveal? Sometimes now get ready for this. (laughs) We can be our own worst enemy. And I know everybody probably has heard that term, but have we come to grips with that statement? Sometimes you can be your own worst enemy. We always talk about our enemies, this, our enemies, that, but let's discuss the enemy that stares back at us in the mirror every day. 
Let's discuss the shadow self. I've heard it called the shadow self, that dark side that rises up sometimes. And this is that thing that the Bible refers to as flesh. What may come to mind when you think of flesh, I know it did for me because I'm really like a a literal person when it comes to terminologies. And when, when I would hear the word flesh, I would think about body parts, you know, I would think about an arm or a leg or a part of the body in general, but no, the flesh is a, it's a mindset. That's why the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Okay. And my friend, it is also enmity against God. Yeah. It hates God. So if you're trying to allow the God in you to rise up, guess what? Flesh is going to rise up too because it, it wants absolutely nothing to do with God. And so now that you have decided to take on <laughs> your God nature, you've decided to allow the spirit of God to rise up in you. You gonna, you about to have a battle within yourself because yes, it is two of you. <laughs> it's, it's two of you. You have a shadow. You have that flesh that wants to hold on to the world. It wants to hold on to, you know, the thought processes of the world. It wants to hold on to what the world is doing. Okay. So it became God's enemy many, many years ago, way back when Adam and Eve was in the garden. So you're actually in battle with yourself and that's deep. And it it reminds me as I was explaining that it reminds me, uh, I think about a movie um, that I saw a long time ago called Fight Club with Brad Pitt. And I haven't seen it in a long time, but um, so I don't even remember everything that happened in the movie, but just a brief synopsis based off of what I remember. So there was this guy, he was called the narrator who was uh, Brad Pitt. It was Brad Pitt. He was the main character and he was going through a, a, a crisis in his life. He had insomnia, just going through a lot. And so he meets this guy named Tyler. They become good friends. Um, in turn, they develop uh, some type of private club. It was a fight club. That's what it was. It was a fight club. I don't really understand the intricacies of how it it was formed or birthed, but it was a place I remember where guys would go to, to fight, box out their frustrations. It was nothing about a personal vendetta or anything of that sort, but something like that. And at some point in the movie, the narrator and Tyler have some type of conflict and they become enemies. So to make a long story short, the narrator wants to kill Tyler. But then realizes somehow as the movie progresses, he realizes that he and Tyler are the same person. So he's been fighting himself. Anytime they went to the fight club, you know, and he would fight Tyler, he was fighting himself. So um, it was a very interesting movie and a great example of how you can be your own worst enemy all the while thinking is somebody else and everyone else. So ask yourself this question, listener, what's holding me back today? Is it me or is it something or someone else? Now, sometimes it can be somebody or something else. As I mentioned earlier, those uh, external forces that I mentioned, 
And can I just tell you the truth about them external forces for a minute? But you know what? Let me read this this scripture again. Ephesians 6 and 12. I'm going I'm to read this again because I want us to get a really get a good understanding of what this is saying. So it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Sometimes these things right there, those are the things that show issues. And I hear in my mind, the scripture that states, my people perish due to lack of knowledge. Well, newsflash, information about your invisible enemies is very important and unfortunately is not taught in enough churches and there's not enough understanding about these principalities powers rulers of the darkness of this world spiritual wickedness and high places we just don't really understand what we are contending contending with so i've known this scripture for years but just recently i mean for years and years over 20 some years i've been quoting this scripture but just recently in the past couple of years have learned how to take action against what it says and in order to take action against an opposing force or an enemy you must first what you must first have an understanding this is the scripture that surrounds one of the single most common failures in a child of God's life. The failure to apply what I'm about to read, the next five verses, is why most people are in the predicament they're in, why they're spiritually exhausted or going through a spiritual crisis, which in turn, it brings frustration and delay into one's own life. And let me just tell you this, the enemy knows this and he absolutely loves it. He loves the fact that you only know this scripture by memory and can proudly quote it. <laughs> but he gets really nervous when you actually learn how to use it. Let's go ahead and read them. So verse 13 says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the, the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Each one of these pieces of armor, let me tell you, is significant and very powerful, my friend. To teach on each one is an extensive Bible study, but there are plenty of books and resources out there that will help you to learn and understand. But ultimately, I must tell you this. Let it be your prayer that God give you a revelation about this scripture, that he opens your spiritual eyes to see and understand we do not we do we do not need to take it lightly not another day there are forces and oppositions that don't want you to succeed in life point blank they just they don't want you to make it for whatever reason 
you they haters they don't want you to get to your destination they don't want you to finish this race i had to this morning like i stated earlier i just didn't have it i, I just something just was going on on the inside of me like i stated it, internal warfare external warfare but guess what i had to make a decision this morning, I had to take authority over my thoughts. I had to take authority over those external forces. And let me tell you this, there are people and things that we hold on to with dear life because we think we cannot live without them. But friend, let me tell you a secret. Some of these people and things are the very things that are delaying you from moving forward in your life it could be people it could be habits it could be places that you go i don't know but we come to a point and god brings us to a point where we have to decide which one is more important and that's where i am it i have to decide each day which one is more important until those things are no more important in my life and i'm running and i'm not looking back um i never looked at myself really is anybody special even with what people would validate me with but it wasn't until I began to understand who God was you know that I began to understand in turn after when you when you begin to understand who God is in turn you'll begin to understand who you are if you are at this point in your life if you are at that point where you're bored you frustrated, stagnated, exhausted with life. It's because the season you're in is over, my friend. It's over. God is saying you need to move on to other things. The things you're holding on to are dead. And they're beginning to stink. God cannot allow us to take dead things into a new place. It just absolutely will not work with each sacrifice. Let me tell you this. And you could take this to the bank with each sacrifice. I lay down before God. The walk becomes easier and lighter. It's not easy sometimes to lay down some of these things. It's not easy to lay down your friend. You've been friends with for the past 25 years. You, it's not easy to lay down that child, you know, that just won't do right. It's not easy you know, to leave that job behind because you've been loyal to them for the last 35 years and you got a 401k and you done invested all your money. It's Sometimes it's not easy because you've invested so much time in some things. You've invested your emotion. You've invested your money. Sometimes you've just invested. But each time I promise you, when you lay it down, when you decide, you know what, I'm going to have to go ahead and lay this thing on down because I'm not going to be able to carry it no more. Some things just the season is over. They do not serve you any longer. You are not required to be dedicated and loyal to anything, anybody or any place <laughs> other than God. OK, we think sometimes we got to be loyal to certain situations and circumstances until the day we die. Not so, not so. You just do not, you don't realize the weight, friend, that you carry on your back when you are, when you're carrying around dead things, you carrying around. Can you imagine, you know, strapping a dead body onto your back? You carrying it around all day, every day. It, that's going to begin to wear on you. You carrying around your own weight in addition to somebody or something that's dead just on your back like a backpack every day. 
Let me tell you, that's the exhaustion you feel. That is the exhaustion that I felt. God revealed it to me. It was just some things that I was, I just had to lay down. That's the exhaustion you feel, my friend. Lay down those burdens you carry at the Lord's feet and pick up that whole armor that I just talked about so you'll be able to stand in the day of evil. You know that evil, that day of evil. You know that day when God tells you it's time to move forward, my child, but you still feeling that resistance. That resistance is evil. It's evil because it doesn't want you to obtain the promises that God has for your life and for your seed. It's opposition against God. When you learn how to take authority over your mind, those very imaginations that come to bind you in your mind, to keep you in a continuous cycle of repetitive thoughts that contradict what God says about you, who you are. Oh, honey, when you learn how to cast down them imaginations and them thoughts, you well on your way to liberation, I'm telling you. And when you learn how to take up that whole armor and use it opposingly and defensively against the enemy, you walking in victory. I had a choice today. Each day you get up, like I said, you have a choice. God gives you a choice. Either you're going to walk in defeat or you're going to walk in victory. I chose victory. I was either going to lay there and allow my shadow self slash flesh to control me in my day, or I was going to rise up in my spirit and the power that God placed on the inside of me. My friend, each day, the choice is yours. And God wants you to know that all you need to do is ask him to help you. And he will. The scripture um, that I was initially going to use as a key verse was Philippians 4 and 13. It's my best friend's favorite scripture. It says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. But my spirit led me to go another way. But so I'll leave you with this verse. Read this verse and meditate on this verse, on these verses. And then allow it to be stored permanently. When I say permanently in your heart, as a reminder that the strength lies on the inside of you. So my friend, that's all I have for today. God bless you. And I pray that you grow and prosper mightily in the spirit and in your life. God bless. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.